This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Help. Help. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, how do you be? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm conscious. <laughs> How well, are you? <laughs> this side of the dirt. Anything this side of the dirt's an improvement. That's that's da- damn skippy. One, one of the guys from the sports station was back in the kitchen a minute ago, and I walked back there, and I said, hey, how you doing this morning? And he said, well, not as good as you are, obviously. <laughs> yeah, why don't you lighten up a little, Trey? Yeah. You're, you're so down and dour and <sighs> moody and... Let me tell you something, Rhino. <laughs> Yo, uh, anyway, um, let's start with uh, Joe Biden. Just Why not? <laughs> Let's just go with Joe, man. Why well, was he upset yesterday? I, I think we can talk about that because, you know, the old fart has really lost his mind. He really has lost his mind. Yeah. He really has. Yeah, so, I think so. We were just talking off the air about how he was at Logan uh, Airport. And he's screaming, who the hell are we? Who the hell are we? What the hell is wrong with us? Yeah, and I'm like, hey, man, calm down. Well, we have these airports that are falling apart all across the country. These airports are collapsing. <laughs> I was at LaGuardia. They were going to take two months to fix it. A stairway. Oh, you know, he's screaming. He's unhinged. Unhinged. That's a good word. That's a really good word to use. And so, of course, while he's screaming about this, and who the hell are we? Why haven't we fixed this stuff? And I'm thinking, okay, Joe, well, let me just ask you that. Because, <clears throat> number one, you've been in politics for 50 years. Right. You were eight, <laughs> eight of those. You were VP. Right. Now you spent two years as president. Why Why the hell haven't you fixed it? Yeah. <laughs> What's well, the problem here, dude? I'll tell you what was really strange about it. I mean, apart from everything, okay, yeah. uh, was that he's screaming about apart the airport. everything. That's great. <laughs> you know, our... our Joe, our problem isn't necessarily the airports and the damn escalator. It's we have no pilots to fly the planes, man. Not to mention there's a thousand other things going on in the country that he should be mad about. And that he created that crisis because he made them get shots, and a lot of them said, I'm not going to take the shot. So he fired him for not taking a shot. He created the pilot crisis. Right. Right. So, uh, and when you look at the infrastructure bill that did pass last year, the infrastructure bill had $67 billion for Amtrak. That's his favorite little thing because oh, he rides Amtrak yes, from yes. D.C. Oh, yeah. to Delaware, yeah. Delaware to D.C. So $67 billion. How much was in there for airports? Twenty-five. <laughs> so that'll tell you. Well, but you're screaming, you know. Right. Well, why are you spending sixty-seven billion on railways when everybody flies these days? Why are you doing that? Because he's got buddy and buddies in the railway uh, right. industry, more than likely. That's right. He got kiss some fanny over there, don't he? That's what he's all about. So watching that weird display yesterday <sighs> was kind of bizarre. You've got people pouring over the border. We've, we're going to hit what two million? Yeah. Oh, we already have. No, which has never happened before in this country. We already have. Uh, fentanyl is killing our kids. Uh, people can't buy a loaf of bread. Gas is through the roofs. That's still not, you know, cheap. 
and and he's railing about a freaking escalator in an airport. Yeah, and he's screaming about what the it. hell is wrong with us? Now China looks at us and China says we are a, a dead country. Well, we are under you. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's what's so weird about it. And you know what else is getting weird about him to me? Apart again from everything, is this not a joke? Not a joke. Not a joke. What he said yesterday while giving this speech. Yeah. This is not a joke, man. This he, is not a lie. This he must lie. realize just how full of crap he is because he constantly reminds us he's. It's the truth, not a joke, not yeah. a joke, it's the truth. Which means it is a joke and it is a lie. Yeah. When somebody <laughs> says that, when somebody says, I'm going to be honest with you, that means they've been lying to That's you. That's right. They're about to tell you another lie. But here's something else he did yesterday. He was speaking about, I'm going to cure cancer, I, oh. which is which is different than a month ago, because a month ago he said he had cured cancer. But anyway, <laughs> he's going to cure cancer. But he's giving this speech, and we're going to play it. Just a little bit of it. And he's, he's talking about, hey, I want to thank this. And he looks around. And then he looks up in the balcony, and he sees these people who are cancer survivors. And he, he has a message for them. Listen. And I want to thank all of you, the cancer patients, survivors, caregivers. And don't jump from up there, okay? And all, uh, <laughs> all right. You know. Don't jump. Yeah, he's like, this is why it's so insane that this guy is our president. He's uh, like going around. He's going, I want to thank you. And I want to thank you. And oh, he looks up there and he gets this like really bewildered. You know, he gets that look. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing going on in the brain there. Hey, don't jump from up there. Cancer survivors. (laughs) Yeah. The hell will they jump for, you moron? (laughs) What's wrong with you? What is wrong with him, man? That's the question. Instead of screaming at us yesterday, what the hell is wrong with us? He should be screaming to himself, what the hell is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? (laughs) What the hell is wrong with me? Don't jump from up there (laughs) to cancer survivors. Don't jump. I wish I could have seen their faces when he said that, like, um, okay. (laughs) We won't jump. I survived freaking cancer. Wait a minute. What the hell would I jump off a balcony for? Thank you for telling me that, Mr. President, because I had considered very... I was sitting here. I was just sitting here thinking to myself, you know, I don't know about you, Sean, but we ought to just jump off Let's of here. Let's jump off this damn balcony, man. We're up here. and uh, We survived cancer. We can yeah, survive this. a couple of broken legs. What, <laughs> what would that mean? I mean, you know. He's a strange dude, man. I was going to, but then the president said not to, and maybe I'm just going to sit here I now. guess we'll just not jump off the balcony. God. Thank you, Mr. President. You're doing some serious consideration, For keeping us from leaping. He's just, he's, you know, he's, he's not going to make it. He's going downhill. Oh, he's getting worse. He's been going downhill. And right? the anger trip, you know, that's that, you know, honestly, that's another sign of dementia. Oh, sure it is. Oh. Is un, uh, unreasonable anger losing your you're losing control of your emotions? Yes, which is what he's done. And and like when he gave the the Hitlerian speech the other night about you know we're going to use F-15s against you, that kind of crap is totally losing any kind. Well, it's it's what I've been talking about a break with reality. Yeah, these guys have had a break with reality. He's, he's had one, and so have all the other Democrats. They have lost well, I, any kind of sense of reality. They they have, and I I it's a it's a kind of a desperate break from reality because they know the the end is near mm-hmm. i think and uh and so the the insanity is we got to do everything now right we got to get it done now and uh and i think uh, donald trump really blew a fuse in their collective heads because uh, as i've been saying they really thought hillary was going to be a shoe in and then trump comes up and upsets the apple cart and starts a whole movement so here's what they're about to do and jim banks was talking about this yesterday uh 
he's head of the appropriation. Well, one of the guys on the appropriation committee. Hopefully, he'll be the head of it after uh, January. But uh, they're going to do this continuing resolution because they don't do a budget anymore, no. and, and that's on Republicans and Democrats. They just yeah. haven't done a budget in forever. So they're going to do another continuing resolution here in the next couple of weeks to keep the government open. But the Democrats, as you just said, are seeing the handwriting on the wall. They're about to re- rerun out of there. Nancy has already put in her uh, <laughs> resume to go to Italy to be the ambassador right. and all that kind of stuff. But on the way out the door, as they are a lame duck Congress, they're going to put in effect all these Democrat social programs and all the stuff that they want to do, like making citizens of all the Afghans that he brought out of Afghanistan, right? Mm -hmm. That he also brought 342 of them on the terror watch list and brought them into the United States. (laughs) They'll all become citizens of the United States, obviously, so they can vote, right? Right. And the same thing with the DACA people. They're going to load up this continuing resolution with all this crapola, this wish list that they want to do. And then after that, and, and Chip Roy has already said, I'm putting into, I'm, I'm putting a bill forward that will keep them from doing a budget for next year. Because then Pelosi wants to do a budget at the end of this year that'll take effect next year. So it's her budget next year <laughs> with all their crap Jeez. in effect. They want to pass that before the end of the year right, right. as a lame duck Congress. So they lose in November, right? And between November and the end of December, they're lame duck, but they're going to be passing bills and you know all this other oh, crap. You know they will. Oh, yeah. absolutely they so, will. Yeah. Because uh, they think that'll, uh, uh, I guess, help them in the next few election cycles. I don't know, but uh, or, or secure their base, whatever the hell it's that called is. Called lighting the place on fire on the way out the door. That's what it. Right, right. Burning down the house on the way out. Way yeah, out exactly. the door. Maybe let, throw the match over there with a the gasoline and burn it down. Yeah, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens between now and, and election day because we're getting down to it, buddy. Yeah. We're getting down to it, it's brother. Almost here. What is it? When, when's uh, the indictment coming? When, when's the, where's the indictment? Yeah, right. Well, you know, I just went over all the various uh, investigations that are going on in Trump. Let's see here, real quick. Let's go through the list, yeah. Um, real fast. Because uh, Golden State NBA superstar, and he is that, Steph Curry said yesterday that Trump is a serious threat. That Trump's <laughs> rhetoric is divisive and dangerous. Which rhetoric? Yeah. What rhetoric? So, of course, he's not addressing the rhetoric of half of America is a threat to our country, and I'm going to use F-15s on him. He didn't discuss that no. rhetoric. Only Trump rhetoric, right? So the U.S. Department of Justice, headed up by Merrick Garland, being run, puppeteered by Ron Klain and Barack Obama and all those people, have seized the phones of Trump associates. They did that <laughs> yesterday. right, right. And issued... Uh, subpoenas to 40 people associated with Donald Trump. God. So what they're doing is destroy your opponent at all costs. This is just like what Hitler did. This is just like what uh, Stalin did. This is like what Mao did throughout history. You demonize and destroy your opponent, your political opponent. Trump is currently facing several criminal investigations, investigation into his handling of classified U.S. government documents down in Mar-a-Lago, number one. Number two, a separate federal grand jury has issued subpoenas in connection with an investigation into Trump's Save America PAC, Political Action Committee. Well, we think maybe he was misusing the money, so we're going to investigate that. come on, man. Hillary Clinton just funneled a whole bunch of PAC money. Uh, to one of these uh, uh, BLD, or Black Lives Matter groups, extreme groups. Right. Uh, so it, it's uh. well. Remember, they had the Clinton Family Foundation open. Right. Where if you were a country and you wanted access to the president, then all you had to do was put a lot of money in the foundation. That's right. Put four or five million in the foundation, you could go see the president. And they're investigating Trump. Yeah. And finally, Trump is also facing a criminal investigation related to his business dealings in New York and a criminal investigation in Georgia. <laughs> 
over alleged voting violations. Over right, there. right, so right. They're going to get him on something, some way, somehow, in order to destroy. And, and right now what they're doing by seizing these phones of the people in the Trump orbit is that they're trying to get somebody to, they, they don't have any evidence, so they're trying to get somebody to turn state's evidence to speak out, you know, testify right. against Donald Trump, and you can get your life back. They're destroying people's lives. This is what's happening with our own government in the United States of America this, doing this to citizens. This is what Biden should be screaming about. This is what the, an American president should be screaming about. But again, he's part of it, so. Yeah, he's doing it. <laughs> and, and the people who just, like Steph Curry, who just buy into this fantasy, that there is this Republican horde of mega weirdos who are just, you know, I, I, where they, there's no evidence of it. It's yeah. not happening. Right. It's no. really not happening. No, you know, but the whole thing started with it. Well, see, this is this is how it works. And we talked about this yesterday. When you have uh, a, a group that, well, first of all, you have the girl who shows up and she holds up the sign about dismantling the monarchy right. in England, and she's arrested, right? Right. Over in Hong Kong, you have all those teachers arrested for publishing a book. Right. Right? Uh, so, basically, the way that begins, and it's starting here in our country, is you demonize your opponent. Right. You right. demonize them, and you call them a threat to your country, and the threat has to be done away with, Right. Well, Joe started that two weeks ago. Sure. Well, I mean, he it really declared, started January 6th. Well, yeah, but he declared war actively, openly, yeah. on people who support Donald Trump or who voted for Donald Trump. And Repub- I'm sorry, don't give me this crap about only MAGA Republicans. Right. It's all Republicans. Right. It's if you, if you don't support him, if you don't vote Democrat, then you're a threat to the country. Great unifier. <laughs> and, and Trump's divisive. Yeah. <laughs> That's the definition of divisiveness right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Mm. All right, quick break. i got to tell you about uh, Broadway Vascular and Dr. Dallas Broadway and all the physicians at Broadway Vascular. They're world-renowned and minimally invasive outpatient vascular procedures. If you have poor circulation, I know that that can be a lot of pain. You can be hurting. You can be trying to sleep standing up. Some folks do because they're trying to get relief for their pain, the poor, poor circulation. Some folks get diabetic neuropathy as well, and they lose a limb. Well, Dr. Dallas Broadway is saving limbs every day and helping people reverse the effects of poor circulation. Broadway Vascular focused on keeping you out of the hospital and getting you well. The doctors at Broadway Vascular can help you with hemorrhoids, too. That's also a very, very common situation. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. The doctors over there at Broadway Vascular, they provide painless diagnosis and comfortable, minimally invasive treatments for hemorrhoids as well. 100% covered by insurance, and most of the outpatient procedures take about an hour or so, then you go home and get better. Get a consultation today, Broadway Vascular, 210-465-7015. AccuWeather forecast, sunny today and tomorrow with highs in the mid-90s. Right now, 77 at KTSA. Hey, before you hit me, I just got to throw this in real quick. The reason I call, well, there's there's myriad reasons why I call Ron DeSantis my president, right? Yeah. So... Here is the headline. Florida Governor DeSantis mocks college students who take zombie studies with 100000 in debt only to take a job they could have had at the end of high school. I love you, Ron DeSantis. So he's, he's right. Cool. Yeah. He's just named it right there. Right. So you've got all these guys that get out of college, you know, and they go in there with $100,000 in debt and college loans and all that kind of stuff to take a zombie course that does nothing to prepare them for the future <laughs> and get them course, ready. Right. And they come out and they get out of college. They owe all this money and they go to work at a, at a job they could have had right out of high school. Yeah, precisely. It just makes sense. Well, what he he says he's got, he's very Trumpy in that sense that he just says it. Yeah. Now, he's a little more polished than Trump. Yeah. 
But uh, I think he'd be a great president. Did, did you know on top of everything else that you know Republicans and Americans have, have done that's just awful and racist, we also caused the Holocaust. Did you, did you know that? Oh, God, we're, yeah. We're also to blame for the Holocaust, man. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. Times publishes a, a an op-ed piece by Ken Burns, uh, who's you know a pretty good documentary maker. Uh, some Is of it his, the same one? Same guy. Uh, some of his uh, stuff I've I've enjoyed. I, his country sure. music uh, documentary is really good. The baseball one is great. But he's he's a very far left guy with a funny haircut and uh, a couple of other people. And they were they're doing research about or uh, for a documentary about the U.S. and the Holocaust. They say today in America we stand at a, a peculiar and frightening crossroads. We are witnessing the rising appeal of authoritarianism abroad and at home. We are bombarded by bombarded by social media outlets that spread divisive falsehoods and hatred. Well, he's right there, but, you know, it's in the wrong direction. Uh, at a mere two months before the elections, we find our democracy itself under attack. And they talk about how uh, America in the 30s uh, was uh, kind of going through the same racist chapter of you know nationalism and all that crap which really isn't true uh if you look at where, where america was going into world war ii we weren't even a superpower yet uh and that's what fueled nazism and ultimately caused the holocaust is basically what the piece says what an you know, idiot I mean, it, it what just, a dumb what a dumbass idiot it, it just it gets, he's just an idiot and he's 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 uh he's saying so that america, america caused we, were, we were subjugating the with the jews in america there's the jim crow south uh, and uh, they acknowledge that although the U.S. took in more refugees than any other nation at that time, which is true, Jews uh, and, uh, from, from Europe, from Poland, from Germany came here to, to escape what was, coming, what was coming in Germany. They say it was only a fraction of what they, we could have taken. So we didn't take enough, okay? And ultimately, our nationalism caused the rise of Nazism. Uh, even though Hitler hated us, <laughs> hated America. What what evidence does he put forth? None. To, to, <laughs> I read the article. There's I no. Mean, there's this no. is ridiculous. You know, I'm so sick and tired of these little so, wanny baby leftist liberals who hate this country. Seriously, go live someplace else. It, 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 do, do not live in a place. It's. It, I heard it put so perfectly. It's about the 35 year old dude that wears nothing but underwear all day, living in his dad's basement, <laughs> bitching about his dad. Right. 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 Right, right. And, exactly. and his rules for his house. Yeah, get out. Go live someplace where you don't have to live in such shame. I mean, I mean this to Ozzy. I mean it to Bruce Springsteen. I mean it to you, Ken Burns. Any of you people who are sitting here, you're sucking money out of this country, that, and that's, that's the only reason you're here. That guy's made a buttload of money off his so movies. Only reason in you're this here. country. It's the only reason right. you're here. You couldn't make it off of anything else, man. You no. couldn't. You could not do this anywhere else. They first of all, they would disappear you in China, baby. They would. <laughs> There's many you. countries around the world. You would just go away. Just go, if you don't, it's not worth your heartache, sweetheart. If this is hurting your heart so bad to be in this country, get the hell out, man. We don't want you here. I just think it's just funny. Leave. Now, it, basically, what he's get saying is that house. Donald Trump, in a sense, caused the Holocaust. Well, that's just that's <laughs> you know asinine. That Donald Trump caused Hitler. Okay, there wouldn't be a Hitler of if it weren't for Donald Trump. Of course he did. You know, because he hates Jewish people. But see, that's that's the rhetoric again. It goes back to what I've been saying that. 
is you have to demonize yeah. your political oh, yeah. opponent. Once you demonize them and you threaten them with F-15s and Hellfire <laughs> missiles, how ridiculous is that? Once you do that, you have to remove the threat. Right. So right. the next step is we start arresting people who disagree with the regime, and then we start killing people who disagree. Now, I know, that all sounds like dark web, no, Alex Jonesy stuff. Not at this point. Wake the hell up! Not it's at this what point. they're doing. They're, they're right. And, and he has the audacity to mention the Jim Crow South, which was largely populated by who? Democrat mayors and Democrat governors. Well, the Democrats the was the racist party. Yes, The Democrats exactly. were the slave owners. Democrats were the racist party. Hey, Abe Lincoln was a Republican. <laughs> they hate that. Man. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Ken Burns, seriously, man, if you just don't like it here and it's giving you so much, but just get. Just but they never do. Daddle, baby. The people that say they're going to leave, they never do. Well, Ozzy, okay, last month, Ozzy's making a big deal. I gotta, we talked about right. that. we got, I got to get out of here because I can't stand it. It's too dangerous. And then he plays the opening night of <laughs> NFL because they paid him, you know, a right. billion dollars. Right, right. So, you know, you they they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to have it both ways. Yeah, that way. And, 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 and I, I think people are getting really sick of it. Well, I know, I, know I, I am. am. <laughs> I am man. All, right. All right, quick break. More wearing rabbit coming up. Alamo water softeners. Alamo water softeners, where you can take your water quality into your own hands and control your water quality into your home, from softening your water to taking care of everything else concerning your water. Alamo water softeners will do that for you. Make an online appointment today, alamowatersofteners.com. That's alamowatersofteners.com. And one of their whole home specialists will come to your home and do an analysis of your water and tell you what's going on with it. And then they'll make helpful suggestions. And right now, you can take advantage of the premium bundle pricing through September where you are going to save a ton of money on the highest quality, most advanced technology. Whether you have a newly built home or an older home, Alamo Water Softeners has a water treatment system for your home. Highest quality water treatment available for your family. That's protection for your family. That's protection for your home. AlamoWaterSofteners.com It's hot. So, my president... Ron DeSantis is onto something here. As he's talking about college students who take zombie studies, right. they come out with $100,000 or more in debt only to get a job right. that they would have gotten just fresh out of high school. He's got a real good point. I am really these days, instead of being in favor of overall what they call liberal arts education or whatever, where they just, they, all, all they do is they pack your mind against uh, or, or against the country. They you know fill it full of anti-American right. propaganda in those general liberal arts study colleges and stuff i i I am really into trade schools man i am all about oh yeah you know uh we sent justin uh to mmi in florida and he became a a master uh mechanic Mm -hmm. for motorcycles that's what that is motorcycle institute uh it took two years and came out no debt none, none whatsoever we paid as he went uh, and was ready to go to work, and those guys make really good oh, yeah. money turning wrenches on motorcycles, right? Well, they, you're always going to need them. See? Somebody can fix an engine or fix a car or fix a motorcycle. You and I have talked about Rackler <clears throat> and what they do with their school mm-hmm. over there. and, and John Same Wayne. thing, yeah. yeah. And they come out, and, 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 and on top of that, you know, that's a skill you're going to have the rest of your life. So if somebody's yeah. going to pay you, or even if you have to pay to, to go to a school like that, you come out of the trade school, you're prepared for real life. You don't have this ethereal crap hole floating around in your head of how much you hate the country, that there's no applicable skill that you learned right, right. and you got all that debt. No, you actually come out and you're ready to go to work. 
and whether it's working on motorcycles or AC systems or you know plumbing or whatever, and you come out and you that's something you have the rest of your life. So even if you end up doing something else, you get into radio or television or whatever marketing down the road, you still know how to fix a toilet. Well, you're looking at a guy who was a trade school graduate. That's what I did. I was in college for a couple of years. I was a philosophy major, <laughs> which you know, kind of hard to make get a you know get a gig as a philosopher. And I did it for a couple of years, and I just wasn't interested. I, I didn't know why I was there, and so I got out. And my dad said, "Hey, you always have loved radio and performing. Why don't you go to this school?" So I went to a broadcasting school. Right. Learn the basics of, you know, how to deliver a commercial, how to record, how to do the basic, basic what stuff. What dial to turn when. What dial to turn, how to, hey, you know, how to, how, we had the old pot boards and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. But I got out in about a year and a half, and I was able to, that's what got me my first job. Right. You know, and uh, when I when I was a kid, and maybe it was true when you were a kid, too, people used to look down their snoot in the education system to a certain extent to trade school. Oh, they remember, did all the time. That's remember, my like, point. Votech, you know, was always going, oh, that's where the bad kids go or whatever. Sure. It's not true. That's the, the, You are learning tangible skills that right. you can use for the haircutting. Right. <laughs> you learn how to cut air. You and know you I mean? can do it forever. Right. Right. Now, it doesn't mean that someday you can't explore other options. That's what I'm saying. But you always have that. So even if you go learn how to be a plumber, you go to learn how to be an AC tech or whatever, or motorcycle guy, you can still make money on the side do- picking up those jobs. Sure. I, I know a guy who uh, he worked in the in the metal business for a while, and his employer sent him to welding school, and he got certifications for, for welding. Well, then he moved on, and what, I don't remember what he got into doing, but he moved on and was doing something that was totally unrelated uh, related to welding. But he's making a ton of money on the weekends welding stuff for people, right, welding right. gates together and all that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, and, and these are basic skills that people will always need and will always pay for. I'll man. give you another example. I, I had an advertiser on the show for a while that was a trade school on the south side. And I went out there to visit with them, and one of their guys had moved down from Missouri or somewhere, and he was a masonry up, masonry guy, mason up there, where he put bricks together. And he got into the welding program at this trade school on the south side, right, that mm-hmm. I advertised for. And this was when the Eagle Ford shell and all that kind of stuff down south, the oil patch was just getting hot right so he came out of school with all of his welding certifications he went down to the oil patch and started to weld all those lines together as they were doing the fracking down there he came back and visited the school about a year later and his instructor said to him how are you doing he said i'm doing okay hey how much money are you making he said i'm making about thirty thousand and the only instructor said, "Well, that's not bad for somebody who just got out of trade school. You're making thirty thousand. That's great, thirty thousand a year, huh?" And the guy said, "No, I'm making thirty thousand a month." <laughs> Damn, well, weldon pipe. Damn, weldon pipe. <laughs> right now, not of course that's hit and miss, and sure, that's sure. Not, they're not doing that now. But at that time, those guys were doing that. Well, that was a skill that guy will have the rest of that's his right. life. That's right. That's Instead of philosophy. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, and I I think there's, you know, a lot of people go into school because it's just what you're supposed to do, you right. know. I mean, I, I'm very fortunate with, with my daughter, and we've kind of talked before about how, yeah, I've kind of picked up on some of the indoctrination stuff, but that started in public school. Uh, but she was able to go to a small – you always have options, in other words. Uh, instead, of, you don't have to go to some major campus that's going to put you in debt for the rest of your life. No, you don't. When she graduate, graduates, it'll all be paid off. She's that's... got no debt. She chose a small school – she knew how much she had to spend. My kid came up with a school that that she could afford to go to for what she wanted. 
So this idea that you have to go into debt, that these poor students are just forced into hundreds of thousands of dollars is a bunch of crap. Well, it's, you know, another example is nursing, right? Yeah. A nursing shortage is unbelievable. The nurses are on oh, their yeah. feet all the time. I you know. know. My buddy me too. tells me all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so go to nursing school. And you don't have to go to a big college for that. No. they got nursing schools all over San Antonio you can go to, graduate without any debt, and go right into a job that's going to put you to work today. I mean, right now you're going to go to work. I had several nurses. Yep. when I was in the hospital that had only been out of nursing school for about a year. That's the way it goes. And they were, you know, in their 30s. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you can do it anytime you want. Absolutely. So, you know. There's it, all kinds of opportunities there, there out are. there. And, and to go off to some big college somewhere and pay a hundred grand or two hundred grand or whatever it is by the time you're done and not have a an employable skill is just lunacy yeah. to me. It makes absolutely no sense to me to do that. There's, no, it doesn't. There's nothing, you, there's nothing they're going to teach you in those places other than to hate America. <laughs> there's nothing they're going to teach you that you can apply when you get out to go to work. Well, and you're basically paying for the sushi bar, you know. That's basically it. When you go to a major campus, you get sushi bars, you get bowling alleys, movie theaters. You know, they they make these campuses like little towns, and that's why it's so freaking expensive. Right. And, 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 you know, I think the prestige of it is kind of dwindling in that it no longer means a whole lot that if you have a degree from this campus or that campus. i got to tell you, Sean, when I was running radio stations, right, and I ran this one and several others in San Mm -hmm. Antonio, I could have cared less about what letters they had hanging right, on the wall. Right. Can you do the job? That's right. It's, it's ultimately right. what matters, can man. Can you get in here and do that? If you can get in here and do what I need you to do, I really don't care. You could say Harvard and Princeton and Yale on your wall, right. and I don't care. Can well, you do and, the and, job? And you know what? And I've noticed this, too, just in this business, some of the people I've encountered over the years who did come from major campuses and major universities and didn't know their butt from a hole in the ground, no, man. They, can't they do really the job. They, well, they they mispronounced stuff. They didn't. They weren't literate. They weren't well read. Right. So I I, I don't think the the co- college the big campus degree is worth uh, nearly as much as it used to be. No, I don't. In fact, I think thought. a lot of people really what you're getting now. And I think we said this on my show a few weeks ago. Uh, what a, a high school education used to be is kind of what a college degree is now. Well, it's not anymore. Well, that's not anymore, yeah. but yeah. back in our day, yeah, you was. got out of high school and you knew stuff. You right. had a basic, well-rounded education, history, English, composition, math, science, and they're just not getting it. Well, and I I also applied myself outside of my uh, formal education to a lot of those things, too, because I knew what I was going to do. I'm just an, I'm an anomaly, right? I, right. Knew, I knew at 10 years old I was sure. going to do this. Sure. So I started to study at that age to put myself in a position to be able to do this. Not everybody is there. You know, I just watched my one of my granddaughters graduate from high school. She wasn't really sure what she wanted to do, where she wanted sure. to go, how she went. She's in college now. I won't say where, but she's in college now, and she's got a major, and she's studying, and all those kind of things. She's got a she's got a plan, but that plan could change. You know, sure. But bottom line is, you want to go to a place where you can get an education that makes you employable and valuable to somebody. Right. And I got to tell you, man, all the psychology degrees in the world, unless you're going to go on and be a psych doctor, all the psychology degrees in the world or whatever, not going to make you employable you're not going to be employable out of that crap or as you said philosophy or any, any <laughs> that kind of crap or how much you hate america employers don't want to hear how much you hate right it. unless you're going to work for blm well <laughs> it, but you're right and at the, at the heart of a lot of that wokeism is a certain narcissism too and and that's where i think the work ethic has become inverted with with younger people today yeah in that it's no longer what can i do for this employee employer it's what can my employer do for me? Well, that is a fact. You know, New York Times is discovering that right now. They're trying to get their guys to come back 
three days a week. That's it. Three days a week. That's all they want them to come in, New York Times. And they're not coming back. 1,500 of them signed a petition yesterday saying we're not coming back. Yeah, 1,500. I mean, and, and, what happened to, okay, you're fired? And, and it's three, <laughs> right. And it's three days a week that they want them to come back. And 1,500 said we're not because we'd have to pay more for gas. We have to pay more for mass transit. And we have to pay more for our lunches if we come back to the building. Oh, God. We're at home. We're not paying any of that stuff. So we're not coming back. Well, bye. Yeah. That used to be, you that's fire it. your ass if you don't go to work. And that's that's what we need more of. I concur. All right, let me tell you about Apple Pest Control at Apple Pest Control. They, you know what? They're looking for people over at Apple Pest Control, and they'll train you how to be a, a pest control technician. They will tra- they'll do all the training for you, get you all that that you need to know, and you can go to work at Apple Pest Control right away being a technician. You know, it's great. What they do at Apple Pest Control is take care of the pests and the bugs around your home. I I started to say 20 years ago when I advertised. uh, In fact, we started advertising 20 years ago. And um, I would say, if it bugs you, it bugs Apple. And that's really caught on because that's true. Stan Goodson owns Apple Pest Control. He started this company in 1984, still here, providing outstanding uh, absolutely services that'll get rid of the bugs at your home, whether it's a termite or a scorpion or something like that problem you got. But in addition, they've got pet and people-friendly services that they can do. So if you have people or pets crawling around on the floor, you don't have to worry about how they're treating the baseboards in your home. The stuff is, is good. Apple Pest Control does it all. They can even treat your yard. That's Apple Pest Control, 210-695-8946. Tuesday, September 13th. Yes, it is. What you got on well, your list we, for the day? We got a mint full today, man. Oh. A whole bunch of days today. Holidays. Lay it on me. It's fortune cookie day, round eye. All right. <laughs> Remember when fortune cookies actually used to tell your fortune? Yeah, they did. Now it's just, hey, you look good. You know, that was a, that, 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 they died during the pandemic. A couple of places that I go to don't have them anymore, man. Fortune cookies? Fortune cookies, man. Come on. Damn COVID. It's Bald is Beautiful Day. Yes, it is. Don, yeah, Morgan. Don Morgan. Bald is Beautiful Day. He's not listening. He's doing that new, new stuff. stuff. It's National Ants on a Log Day. Hey. <laughs> is that about, is that Ants on a Log, is that, is that like about, you know. What? I don't know, like a. No, 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 no. That's ants on one of those candy bars, that log candy oh, bar. You I know that candy like bar called a log? That old joke, if the log rolls oh, over, yeah. I'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it... <laughs> no. Oh, now he's listening. It's bald is beautiful day there, Don. Bald is beautiful day. Come here and let me rub your head. Let's let's rub. Come here, rub... let me rub that let, bald come head. Come on in and let us rub on your head. Come in here. Bald is beautiful. We want to rub on that bald head. Come here. <laughs> come okay, here. but I'm not responsible for what happens next. Oh, oh God. God. It's national. Just shine it up a little bit. I can't believe I thought ants on a log was like a piece of poop. All right, national. No, 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 no. no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Don't encourage him. Stop it, Morgan. Morgan, don't encourage him. Have you ever heard? I can't help it. He's just so ridiculous. Have you ever heard that old joke? If the law grows over, I'll be dead. Uh, Have you heard that joke? No. All right, well, I'll tell you later. Keep going. Uh, It's National Hug Your Boss Day. Yeah. So let's no. go in there and give Elaine a hug. That's right. <laughs> Come here, Elaine. It's, Look at her run. It's Scooby. Right. Well, I'm not wearing any uh, uh, deodorant. Yeah. It's Scooby-Doo Day. Scooby-Doo. All right. Do you ever wonder how they came up with that name? Scooby-Doo? 
is from that Frank Sinatra song. Oh, is yeah. it? Strangers in the Night. Strangers yeah. in the Night. Yeah. Oh, I feel Doobie stupid. Doobie Doobie Doobie. I haven't known. I've been watching that damn cartoon my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's a do? <laughs> it's that like easy. Winnie. Winnie's a poo. What yeah. the hell's a poo? Yeah. Well, and it's a snack on a pickle day. So get yourself a pickle and go to town. <laughs> I saw the spots for Sonic and their pickle burger the other day. Ugh. And I just don't really am. Um, is he okay over there? He right? He's on the floor. Are you all right, Don? Okay, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. He's pickled the dill sandwich or whatever. It looks yeah. icky. Yeah, well, it just uh, no, it actually started to look pretty good. John Lennon's killer, Mark Davis Chapman, denied parole yesterday. Oh, shucks. So, sucks. 12th time, uh, prominent San Antonio businessman Lowry Mays dies at 87. Mm. The founder of San Antonio Broadcasting Company, and along with Red McCombs, the founder of Clear Channel. Oh, wow. And now iHeart. And right. he passed away, uh, I guess it was yesterday. Monday, right. Monday. Yesterday. 87. He had had a stroke years ago and was mm. in, but I mean, at one time, uh, Clear Channel owned the radio, television, and billboard world. I've worked for them. Oh, did you? In Denver. I yeah. worked for Clear Channel. So, uh, he, you know, big business guy in San Antonio along with Red McCombs. And God bless the family. And uh, and Chick-fil-A is back with the grilled spicy deluxe sandwich and the autumn spice milkshake. Ugh. Autumn spice. Did you see the controversy over the tweet about that? Oh, about I did. the sandwich? I did. Should we talk about that later or now? Yeah. Or? No, we could do that. They, they tweeted, some, somebody tweeted, and it, it, it you know, uh, you, you got this sandwich coming back, but no nuggets. Right. No spicy nuggets. No spicy nuggets. Spicy nuggets. And uh, well, uh, Chick fil A uh, tweeted back to this guy. Hey, well, your community will be the first to know. Right. Which is something they say often. That's If you look at their Twitter history, now the guy who originally asked was black. Black. So people are like, Chick-fil-A's hey, racist because they you say you black talk, people you, like chicken. Yeah, yeah, man. You're talking about how black people like spicy chicken, man. What's wrong with you, man? Come black on. people just like chicken. How's the Autobot that they clearly <laughs> well, have to reply right. to these tweets? You know, how is it supposed to distinguish? He wasn't talking to... about that guy's particular community. He was talking about the community as a whole. Well, yeah. Where you live. Right. right. We're going to tell you where you live first. You'll be the first to know. But they tell they say that a lot. They say it's, it all the time. Yeah, They're no. not referring to a race, sexual orientation. But these people got it on their shoulder, man. They got it on their shoulder. <laughs> Can I tell you what I love about our? We have a response on our you know, KTSA Facebook page. Yeah, we do. People are like, <laughs> I hate you, bunch of Nazis. You bunch of racist Nazis. Thank I hope you. you all die. Thank you for Thank your you note. for reaching out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that. <laughs> we appreciate your input. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you know what? Nobody ever reads no. those, so don't worry about it. We don't read don't worry them, about it. Yeah. We know. So you can write that all day long, you know. I did for about a week, and Joe then somebody Pettis. blocked me from, from responding. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Dennis must have blocked We're me not paying any attention, from... Joe Pettis, Joe Luis Pettis. We need to pay no attention to what you got to say. All right, quick break. More wearing Rabbit coming up, KTSA. One. Well. <laughs> yes, yes. We have the new inflation numbers out. Oh, yes. The first numbers to come out since the Inflation Reduction Act was passed. <laughs> the Inflation Reduction Act Which doing its job. does the opposite. <laughs> Joe Biden said yesterday, besides screaming, don't jump! God. What? It's a cancer survivors in a balcony. Oh, go ahead and play it, Jimmy. He's talking to can- he's, he says he's going to cure cancer. Of course, you know. And, and before he does that, he'll walk on water. I'm quite sure. <laughs> he's going to cure cancer, and he's talking to cancer survivors, and they're up on the balcony. And he's done this before, where he's speaking to people, and he's going, "I want to thank you." And he, hey, don't jump! Hey, no joke, don't jump! 
So here he is yesterday. And I want to thank all of you, the cancer patients, survivors, caregivers, and don't jump from up there, okay? I, uh, does he think he's being funny? Is that what it is? I, I think he's just easily distracted. <laughs> I think so. I you think know? so. At yeah. this point, you yeah. know, you can say, see the little thing flying over here? Yeah. Let me play with the dust in the windowsill. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Not a joke. Look at the pretty colors. Pretty colors. Not a joke. Woo! Uh, so Biden spoke about inflation during a speech at Boston's Logan Airport yesterday, mm. saying, I've got inflation under control. He, uh, celebrated, <laughs> he celebrated falling gas prices. As Alex Stone was just talking about it. I'm Alex Stone. And Sorry. I double-dog dare him because Don Morgan was doing the Alex Stone voice while Alex Stone was on the air. And I said, I double-dog dare you to come out of the, the Alex Stone story and say that was Alex Stone. That's Alex Stone. Why didn't you? Because I, mean, I had said it was Alex Stone when I started this story. But you could have come out and said, and the average price is down to... <laughs> I've ruined Alex <laughs> Stone for him. Every time he hears his voice. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alex is a good guy. He and Allie are great people. Yeah, they I know really that. are. I know very well. Yeah. They're really good people. And anyway. then Joe Biden said, don't jump. I'm Alex Stone. <laughs> so he, uh, he celebrated falling gas prices yesterday. Right. But the gas prices are coming down because demand is down. Because right. people couldn't afford to, drive. afford to drive. So yeah. that's why the gas prices are coming right. down. But he insisted that we should trust him to handle inflation. He said the American people should have confidence in me. I have inflation on the right track, and we're seeing real progress bringing down inflation in America. Where? Well, <laughs> again, where? Well, let's talk about that, because inflation at the grocery store is now rising. Families are paying 13.1% more for groceries than they were a year ago, the latest numbers from July. Prices for groceries are up 1.3% compared to a month earlier, so the prices of groceries continuing to rise. Also, the numbers for August expected to be released on Tuesday morning, and they just were. And they show inflation is up another 8.3%. Up another right, 8.3%. Right. Yeah, it, right. So inflation is not coming down. Inflation is continuing to surge upward, regardless of the Inflation Reduction Act, regardless of old, old fart saying, trust me, I've got this under control. I'm bringing down inflation. No, you're not. No, you're well, not. Well, you know, what sucks about that is, you know, this the renaming of that bill, which is really just the Green New Deal uh, with, a you know, another name attached to it, the Inflation Reduction Act. It's not, obviously, it's not going to have that effect. And the problem with these people is they themselves don't have to suffer this crap. Joe Biden doesn't have to suffer this crap. Joe Biden doesn't have to worry about buying bread and milk for his family. Joe Biden doesn't have to worry about putting gas in his car so he can go to work and punch a time clock. No, he expenses all that to China. He expenses all that to China and you and me. <laughs> you know, and that's I think that's the part of it that's so insulting to me. It is very damned insulting to the intelligence of the American people, not the morons that vote Democrat, but everybody else, to say that uh, I've got it under control. It's like when uh, Kamala Harris says the border is secure. You know, and you got you need more refrigeration trucks and uh, Eagle Pass because of all the dead migrants that died drowning in the river. They, you know, they just lie with abandon. But people are living the reality of it. You know, people are living the reality of it, and I think that's what's going to contribute to hopefully a massive turnout uh, in November. Well, what we got to do here is we got to continue to counter their lies, right? Oh yeah, because they're out there lying. When when moms and dads in Floresville are watching their children die from fentanyl right. that came across his open border, 
when moms and dads in Hayes County are watching their teenagers at the high school up there drop like flies, seven of them, mm, seven God. of them this year, seven fentanyl deaths up there this year at Good one God. high school. When you're watching that kind of stuff happen, don't listen to ABC tell you that it's just a tsunami. No, it's Joe Biden and this administration and these evil Democrats who have opened the border and allowing this stuff to flow into this country. Yeah, and, that, and yet i got to suffer him screaming about a freaking escalator at, at, at Logan Airport. Like, like, who cares? Okay, we got much bigger problems thanks to you. You know, so I, 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 we got to keep people on focus. You know, it's all about November, November, November. You know, we need to win this thing in absurd, by absurd numbers. I mean, way over the top. It's got to be huge. It's got to be a huge turnout, man. Yeah. Yeah. So a, they can't cheat it, right. uh, and b, so that it's painfully obvious uh, w- where the American people are. You uh, mentioned cheating it. I, I found a story that I did some research in overnight. Uh, in fact, Breitbart has some reporting on this as well. But I did some digging into this story. The Biden Democrats have a plan to intervene in the midterm elections, based on an EO, an executive order that he signed last year. And the intent of the EO that he signed is to bring more federal control down on the elections. Right. Yeah. (laughs) There's your cheat right there. Well, because, right, they can't win on the economy and inflation, right? Because inflation's up 8.3%. We got that number today, right? Mm -hmm. So they can't win on inflation. And even Janet Yellen is kind of, you know, her white hair is kind of on fire right now because she's concerned that this economy is going to crash as Jerome Powell is raising interest rates. It's causing more of a recession, right? right. And that we're going to crash next year hard right. into the ground. And she's you know, already signaling, well, they can't talk about that. They can't talk about inflation. Right. They can't talk about the energy crisis that they engineered. And the reason they engineered it is to force you into an electric vehicle. They can't, they can't talk about that. Open borders, the rampant drug deaths, the soaring crime, all the stuff that they created. The working Americans who are now being forced to pay for the loans of people who went to college and didn't pay their debt, working Americans have to pay that. And there's a twist to that story we'll tell you about here in a bit. All that stuff that they cannot run on... So they're going to have to play games. They're right. going to have to mess around with it. So they have a, a plan to intervene in the midterms. They have been meeting now for a year with far-left groups. BLM is an example. God. You, you just pick the name of a far-left group, and they're going to be out there in force collecting ballots, ballot harvesting. Would you trust your ballot with a member of BLM? No. <laughs> no I, wouldn't, so, I wouldn't trust them with a book of matches. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? And so they're, they're going to be out there doing that kind of thing. And we also know that Obama and Holder created a voting army that are going to be at the polling places and also doing ballot harvesting. And they have been meeting in secret at Martha's Vineyard, God. way up there where you can't get any media coverage or anything. They've been taking these people up there to train them on how to insert themselves into the midterm elections to make sure Republicans don't win. Ah, man. And they've been meeting for a year in preparation for this. He signed an an executive order last year, and the reason he gave for signing was, we need to have more election integrity. Remember the whole Bull Connor speech and all that? Yes. Okay. So what they're trying to do is accumulate that power in Washington, D.C., and they're going to use all these groups 
to do that in this election. Mm-hmm. So whether it's BLM or any of these other NGOs, non-governmental organizations that they work with, and that they're paying money to, to go out and ballot right. harvest and so on and so forth. And obviously when they go ballot harvest, they come up to somebody like your mama. Yeah. And they say, Who doesn't your, know what day it is. Exactly. Here, and they say, sign this. Mama, you need to check right here that it, right. where it says Democrat. It's right. sick, There man. you go. Mm-hmm. It's sick. Exactly. And plus, with the ballot harvesting, or just, you know, ballots, I mean, you can also just create ballots mm-hmm. that, are, that are for people that don't even freaking exist. I mean, how many people in any given state, uh, their voter rolls, uh, we had a decision in Florida a few years ago, and a large chunk of the people that are on those rolls don't even freaking exist. Well, see, Or they've passed on. That's right. And they do that, but they also... You find them months later in trunks of cars, and they right. just happen to be Trump ballots right, that right, are in the right. trunks of cars, or whoever, whoever the right, you know right, right. opposition is. So you demonize the opposition, mm-hmm. you try to get them all out out of the election as much as you can, and then you create this army of people that are going to be out there and on then the you streets, basically rig the election, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So that's what we're fighting against. So when you say, you're right on point, when you say you've got to overwhelm yeah. the voting booth. they we got we got to, in a sense, uh, overwhelm the cheat. Yeah. and and Because uh, that's a lot of contests that they got to cheat their way through. So if we show up in just absurd numbers, right. they can't possibly cheat it. So I just, uh, a friend of mine <clears throat> just sent me a picture and a note. He had dinner last night with Mehmet Oz here in San Antonio. Oh, really? Yeah. He was here for, I guess, you know, hanging out and raising some funds and all that stuff for his his race. Uh, that one is going to be so close for the Senate. If he wins that, he could be the one that tips the Senate into the Republicans' right, right. favor. Uh, and, and he's going up against somebody who's just an absolute nut job, right. loose cannon, crazy in John Fetterman. And uh, this guy sent me a thing. And, and Mehmet and his wife put 25 million of their own dollars ah, into this campaign because wow. he well like trump did yeah right yeah and he realizes how important this is so this is this is the struggle and yeah. and hopefully he's going to be able to prevail against fetterman if fetterman wins up there they're in trouble yeah, in Pennsylvania. i agree and man we're getting close too it's coming close. up all right quick break uh, safe showers is your place and when it comes to safe showers if you want to freshen up the look of your master bathroom without the hassle and the expense of a total bathroom remodel Replace that old tub and you never that one you never use with a designer shower. It completely transforms the look and the feel of your bathroom into something brand spanking new without all that time and without all that money of a complete bathroom remodel. If you want to remain in your home as you get older or you have parents that want to remain in their home as they get older, well, the showers and walk-in tubs with safe showers significantly reduce the risk of injuries in the bathroom. Yes. You can slip and fall in the shower just like you can anywhere else, but not with a safe shower. You've got a low step-up entry. You've got a non-slip floor. You've got a really protective way of taking a shower. You've got antimicrobial solid surface walls, shower base made of crushed stone. The thing is gorgeous. You choose the colors. You choose the stone and all that kind of stuff. And when you're dealing with safe showers, they're going to give you half-off installation for a new shower or walk-in tub and interest-free financing for qualified buyers, senior military and first responder discounts, too. At Safe Showers, 210-655-1111. Going to be sunny today and tomorrow with highs in the mid-90s once again. 77 right now at KTSA. Right, it's Ware and Ryman, Trey Ware, Sean Ryman, KTSA. We do this little thing between 7 and 9, Monday through Friday. There's Jimmy over there. There's Elaine right there. And Captain Don Morgan over there. So let's lighten a load. Well, it's it's a if, not a funny story, but I guess if you're a squirrel. Do you like fried squirrel? You ever had fried squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> what kind of question is that? In Minneapolis, <laughs> 9,000 residents lost power <laughs> because of a squirrel got into one of those, uh, you know, power thingies, you know, up yeah. on the on lines up there, the power lines. Yeah. One squirrel. Zap. And this isn't the first time it's happened. It happened, I think, in Virginia Beach or in Virginia somewhere uh, recently where a whole bunch of people lost power uh, because of a squirrel. Uh, Virginia Beach, yeah, yeah. about 10,000 people on Wednesday. Last Wednesday, uh Lost power because of a squirrel. Yep. And the only reason I bring this story up is I love squirrels, man. Yeah. I think squirrels are great. Aren't they fun to watch, They man? are fun to watch, baby. They're nature's little acrobats, man. Now, I got to tell you something about that because Bob Webster don't like them at all. I know. He calls them tree rats. He doesn't oh, like them at man. all, man. He hates them. We have uh, several squirrels. We, uh, we we set up our, our bird feeders right outside the kitchen window. Right. So we can look out the kitchen window and see the bird feeders. Right. We have cardinals everywhere. And a couple of squirrels down on the ground too, and they're the cutest thing in the world, hopping around, messing around. And they don't mess with the house; they they go right. away. They eat their food and they go the other direction. They go to my neighbor's house. They mess his house. <laughs> they cute. They ever see squirrels chase each other around a tree? I have <laughs> up the tree. My old man had, and I, I want to do this when, when we uh, we're going to screen on our back porch at some point. And uh, you haven't been in the house. But we have a huge backyard, a lot of trees, a lot of squirrels. Yeah. And my old man uh, had had uh, a couple things rigged up, by so he could look out his kitchen window at the kitchen table, and he all he put these lines through the trees so the squirrels could run down them. Yep. But then he had this stick with a with a piece of corn at one end. Sure. And you put it on a wheel on a tree, and the squirrels go spinning round and round and round. Yeah. It's so fun to watch, man. And, and they're having fun, too. They are. And so we have them. They chase each other through the trees, right? And so right. they run through the limbs, and they jump from limb to limb. I'm going to tell you a little story, though. The, the snowstorm we had a couple of years ago mm-hmm. was so devastating and how deep the oh, snow yeah. was. I don't know. What do we have? A foot or so? It's pretty bad. I live out close to the country. So anyway, um, the, the, the birds came in the next day. Snow still covered the ground. The birds came in the next day. They were up on the feeder eating. And I'm telling you, I took a picture. I sent it to Webster. They're taking the food out of the bird feeder and dropping it on the ground so the squirrels could eat because there was no doubt. Oh, there was wow. nothing on the ground for the squirrels. Wow. They're I remember that. I remember you because you, you had a video or something, didn't you? I did. I took a, took a video of it. And I sent it to Webster. I said, have you ever seen a cardinal feed a, uh, feed a squirrel? He said, no, but I've seen those damn squirrels eat cardinals. <laughs> eat cardinals? Eat car- cardinal babies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, really? Okay, well, they eat cardinal babies. He's not a fan. I guess not. <laughs> well, I love squirrels, Bob. I sit and watch them all day, man. They're nature's acrobats. But it is interesting. It's though, a circus. It's a squirrel circus. It is. It is interesting, though, when you look at the behavior of animals, and you see these videos on social media quite a bit, where one animal is helping another animal out in some way, shape, or form. Love it. You know, they really do have an empathy that I don't think we realize uh, because we just think they're dumb critters. But People think I'm nuts, and I'm sure Webster thought I was nuts, but I'm telling you that bird, that cardinal, was right. feeding that squirrel because he'd turn around and he would drop, he'd get it out of the feeder right. and drop that seed on the ground for that squirrel. I think animals have a connection that we don't understand yet. You know, well, more so than humans, they know how to help each other out. Well, you look at that. Well, <laughs> they do. You look at some of the news stories. With the crime and the kinds of crime that's going on, you you mentioned the person in a wheelchair. Yeah, uh, you know it's uh, you, you see people coming up and sucker punching people just so they can rob them. There was an Asian woman in New York, I think, who like three teenagers just beat the crap out of her for no reason. Yeah, 
and yet a, a cardinal will feed a squirrel in a, in a, in a, in a snowstorm. snowstorm. I mean, that's amazing when Isn't you think crazy? about it. Yeah. yeah. 